Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast from the great state of Michigan, where most of us should be Michigan University fans. Go Amazing Blue. Go Detroit Lions. Go Detroit Pistons. Go Detroit Red Wings. And go Detroit Tigers. So I created this podcast, technically, for... For all of us who have hope and we don't have ability to use our arms and our legs functioning or have some form of learning disability, I created this podcast for people like me, especially men like me who were born with disability, who are projected to be stupid, ignorant, uh, don't know what we're talking about, uh, where I'm supposed to be someone that at one point was supposed to be institutionalized. Uh, I was abandoned as a child. Everything possible that went wrong with me happened. So I think that's why in my younger years, I didn't say much to nobody. I was very quiet. I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to talk to everybody. I wanted everyone to be my friend. But I understood that because I didn't look like them, act like them, talk like them. I was not included in their in their uh, circle. So I became really secluded and very quiet. In some ways, I, came very, I became very bitter and mean. That's really what happened. So I created this podcast because I need to be heard. I want to be heard. I deserve to be heard. I don't need to be waiting for a Greek God or a Christian man or a prophet to send me to a place called heaven so that I can live a free life. I have to wait till I die to live a free life. Why am I going to do that? So this is what I did this for. I did it for a lot of men out there who need to be who need to have a voice. And I I know that there are a lot of men out there with disability that who are very good at their jobs and their computer stuff or their technology stuff and their IT or whatever they do. But most of the guys out there who can't use their legs or hardly their arms and their legs, they're a lot of times they're left alone. A lot of times they're never talked to. Now some of them get lucky because they find a girl that really likes them and figure and knows that the guy makes decent money. But that's very far from few. But let's not really talk about my pity party BS stuff. But I am going to talk to you about what happened this weekend. So as most of you guys know, on Friday, the May 6th, we had Cinco de Mayo and my friends have all grown up and have kids and all that stuff. And it's my weekend off. And I wanted to go out. I didn't want to get drunk. I didn't want to be stupid. Not just sit in my apartment. Because it's my weekend off. I should always budget my money like John Ramsey would tell you to put 15% of your base income into your 401k or your retirement plan all that. But let me tell you something, folks. That is very difficult 
It is difficult and it can be simple. I could be a very much a simple man and do that and sit around my apartment every weekend at my weekend off and then just wait till I hit 65, 66 years old and take the money out of my retirement plan and and shabam. What am I going to do when I'm 66 years old by myself? Can't really travel. I'm not going to have people around me to help me out. I'll be too old. So why am I going to wait till 66 to spend some of my money? You should never live for tomorrow. You should live for today. You should always live in the moment. Always live for the moment. Never think about tomorrow I'm going to do it. And I, I, and I know we all get into that trap. I know I do. You know, we all do. But let me say something, folks. So we know it's Cinco de Mayo on this weekend. And and I had some fun. I went to, I went to get something to eat. I went to one of my uh, go-to bars, the Glass House on Michigan Street, down that hill, past uh, college in Michigan. And I had a couple of drinks there. And then I went to, uh, no, actually, yeah, I did have some drinks, but I had something to eat. And then I went to Mulligan's to meet up with a new friend. I can't tell you his, his name yet because he's got his own stuff going. And, you know, he he and I are within the same age group. He's had a, a little difficult time with his life. He does not work at all. And what's amazing about this is that I always find people that have some form of issues with their lives. But I was all right with it. And I really don't care what type of life he has or what type of struggle he has. I know his life is tough. So I had maybe two drinks with him, and then I went home. Because I didn't want to be out all night long. I I am done with those days. I'm I'm in the process of drinking less and going out to eat more and socializing with people with some form of purpose. One thing that a lot of people who have someone to love and someone to go out with or friends, or close friends, or spouse, or best friends, they have the luxury of going out. They have the luxury of going out and having a couple of drinks and and feeling that they're part of the community. And people like me, we really don't have that. We go out, and we try to make the best of things, but we always look like we're loners and losers and we always look like we're somewhat desperate for attention and maybe it's true maybe it's not but it's based on who you are it really is it just really is so so Saturday I wake up in the morning and I wake up about the same time I usually wake up when I go to work because it's just your body just has a 
a clock in itself. And I remember the coronation of the of the King Charles and Queen Camellia. And most of us people would say, I don't give a shit about that. But you should because they were most of us or some of us used to be part of England. We we had the third we we had the original thirteen colonies based on England taxes and we went to war. We we, we had a revolution war. And we have we, we don't have a king, we have a president George Washington, our first president. And and there's a significance about that. So King Charles and his wife, his second wife, Camellia, are honored or anointed to be the, the the representation of the Christian faith in England and the people of England and and they're supposed to be the protectors of England. That's their job. That's what they do. But remember, this is really unique because in about 20 years from now, we're going to probably have another king, King Williams. He will be the new anointed king of England when his dad dies, when King Charles dies. But you know what we don't really, I mean, I think we don't talk about Princess Diana. And she was probably the most beloved woman in the 20th century besides maybe Marilyn Monroe. For Americans, at least. So, Princess Diana, as much as you guys know, she was uh, killed in France underneath uh, the highway. Uh, Prop uh blind the driver. The driver swerved. Princess Diana and her car hit the wall or the pilots of the wall or the of the underpass, it got smoked. Everything went to pieces, and the paparazzi just kept on taking pictures of this woman, Princess Diana. But remember, King Charles could have never married Camellia without Princess Diana dying. Now, so some people think the queen and the king of England, Queen Elizabeth and King Philip, didn't like her. Because she didn't fulfill, because she didn't fulfill the, of the book, of the book platform of what a princess should do or should be in England. So when I watched that, I just couldn't help thinking about Princess Diana. But you know what's more sad about that story? It's sad that you had a Prince William and his brother, Prince Henry, Dukes of Sussex. You got at least two kids. And when their mom died, it was horrible. And no, I mean, 
and we're subconsciously think about that. But I know for a fact that I never had my birth mother. And I know that me not having my birth mother probably played a lot of significance of my development as a human being. Now, I think that a lot of it has to do with me being physically disabled. It had to do a lot with my birth mother abandoning me or my birth mother not loving me the way she should have or could have. But you get two kids, Williams and Henry, and one day their dad wakes them up and says, hey, guess what? Your mom died. And he has no subtle feeling for it. Now, I'm getting this source based on Netflix, the show, The Crown. And I get this also based on Prince Henry's book about how saucy his family is or how disturbed his family is. But no, no one really talks about the development of these two kids. And I think, and I think that Cain, I think that Prince, I'm sorry, I will say Cain, but I really think that Prince, Prince Williams really did or has developed pretty well. Where he understands that he has to be responsible because he's going to be the next in line as the king of England. But his brother is never going to get over that. His brother is going to play second fiddle to this. And it's sad that he came out with a book and just started dogging the whole family. And when he went to the coronation of it, he was behind the cameras, had him behind a big old hat, and you couldn't see his face. And he came alone. And his so-called wife, Megan, didn't show up. Now, there was also controversy of her being brown or ethnic. Not all Caucasian. But tradition is tradition. And I know how that feels. Look, I'm not going to lie about it and say, oh, I don't know what that feels like to be to be left aside or the rest of the family or rest of the community. I know what that feels like. I know what when people know that some girl in the in the in, in my community liked me and she wasn't supposed to, she was made fun of and she and people made fun of me and it wasn't right. But it really did happen. Now as I'm watching this folks, as I'm watching as I'm talking to you and watching TV, watching baseball, I find it interesting that Budweiser is everywhere based on what happened to Bud Light and that and the transgender uh uh Dylan McVillery Mc Mc McVillery that ad that that um that Bud Light try to promote to that generation of people who are transgenders. So I just saw that. But I'm telling you the truth, folks. When you don't fit in the community and people walk all over you and make you feel like dog poop, 
you kind of feel like a loser. And that's probably what happened to Megan. And it's probably what happened to Princess Diana. And her two sons, especially especially Prince Henry, is feeling the most pain. Because he wasn't invited back to, to Buckingham Palace. As the king and the new queen wave to the crowd. Now, there was some other stuff that happened at the coronation of there was a some weird like Darth Vader type of guy or the or some form of the Undertaker or something that walked through the the camera row of I mean, the video during the coronation. It looked like the Grim Reaper showed up and I thought that was just all bullshit. It just made it more so that we talk about more. That stuff is just BS. It's how you create more ratings. It's how you create people to come back and watch the coronation or something that's controversy. Just BS. Okay? But let's, let's finish with this note, folks, about the coronation. We are in a world where we still have rituals. We are in a world where we have different beliefs. We are in a world where we are making things up and people are dying. Now, watching that type of stuff made me realize how happy I am that I don't live in England. I'm glad I don't live in England. I am glad that we don't have these weird rituals that the English do. To be honest with you, Ireland, they had a full stadium of people that kind of made fun of the new cane, the coronation of the new cane. Because old history, we all know old history between the Irish and, uh, and England, and we know the history between Scotland and England. They don't like each other. They just don't. But we should be all happy that we don't. I am happy I don't live in England. I think it's fun and cute to watch it on the side. It is fun and cute. So as my day goes through, I go get coffee. I go read a book. I'm reading uh, Living Buddha. No, I'm sorry. Living Buddha, Living Christ. I suggest people to read it. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, It's a very spiritual based book about uh, 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 meditation and, and accepting reality and getting a hold of your spirituality inclined with Buddhism and and Christianity. Uh, the true teaching is to be loving and compassionate people in the world. And that's what living Buddha, living Christ is really about. But I want people to know that today is Sunday that I'm recording this. 
And people like me really don't have places to go. We're always by ourselves. And it's not, I mean, it's not a lot of fun. It is fun. It's relaxing. But it's it's not like I feel empty inside. There's just not a lot of people to to talk to. I mean, it's it's different. Just as it's different to explain to people who are not disabled. It really is. So today on Sunday, I go reading, I get girl groceries, I come back home, and then I don't want I I don't want to be here by myself all day on a sunny day. And we all know Sunday is fun day. So here I am, I do this, I get, I, I, I go read, live in Buddha, live in Christ, I get groceries, I come back, then I go back out, then I do more reading or research about what I'm going to talk about, and then I still don't want to go home, because I should have gone home about 1 o'clock p.m., but then I ended up going to a place so I can watch baseball. The, De- the Detroit Tigers and other games. And as people know that, I'm a baseball guy. I'm a sports guy. And Sean's usually doing stuff with me about sports, but he wasn't here. But that's fine. So that after I watched baseball, the Tigers, I go to another place. And I'm not really drinking. I'm basically sipping on my beers and then eating food and drinking water. <coughs> Excuse me. But here I am. So it's about 6 o'clock. And 7 o'clock, I still don't want to go home. And then I go to another place to eat. And then I'm finally home. I'm finally here recording this podcast. But I want people to know that if you really feel alone, if you think that your life is not fun, it's not fair, it's not enjoyable, you have a choice to go find somebody. Especially if you're an able-bodied person. Your expectation of who you want to be with might be, you might have to lower your expectation down. Especially if you're not a top-notch, beautiful person. Or, if, or you, because you don't make a lot of money. And people say, well, I don't think about money when I try to find somebody. Sure you do. You always try to find somebody that can make more money than you do so you don't have to work as much as hard as you have to. Or you try to, people subconsciously date up. So they try to date somebody better looking than they are. But I'm telling you, folks, if you have an able-bodied body and you're complaining about that you don't have somebody, you're a complete ignorant man or woman. And I love when I see on TikTok or see on Twitter or these women complaining about 
I'm 37 years old and I'm divorced and no one, I have no friends. I just go out to get groceries and I have nothing to do. But you remember, you were, you are a girl. You were young and beautiful. And these women who are complaining about this stuff, they look beautiful. They're not ugly ducklings. They're just not unattractive. Some girls on TikTok and Twitter, yes, they are not very attractive, but I'm talking to those women out there who are relatively good-looking still, and you're still complaining about you have nobody. But you could find somebody if you lower your standards down. And I don't mean lower your standards down by saying you, you're the guy that you have today is a, is a homeless guy or some guy that doesn't make money or some guy that is not making enough money that your, your standards are fulfilled. No, I'm talking about guys who are just average looking that you know that you deep down inside like that those type of guys. I can't imagine all that. All you girls are into somebody that looks like Brad Pitt or George Clooney or Ryan Reynolds or Denzel Washington. Most of you girls don't even like guys like that because they're too pretty boys to for you. So please stop complaining about that type of stuff. And for you guys out there, stop looking at porn and talk to real girls. Do it for all of us. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know how to go on a date. That's what, that's what I hear a lot on these dating platforms, either on Facebook or Twitter feeds or these, or these uh, Facebook feeds. Oh, I I am I don't know what to do on a date. Sure you do. You just have a different expectation for it. Stop pretending your girlfriend's gonna look like Sidney Crawford or Kathy Ireland or who whoever's famous now like Kim Kardashian, I guess. She's not even famous no more. She's just a prostitute. She gets paid for having sex with men and then she makes money off Rich guys. True story. And her and Kim's mom is the madame. She's the one that pimps out her daughters to the world. True story. They have that's happened in the past. In the early nineteenth century, I mean twentieth century, and brothels. There were running there were women running brothels, not just men. So you can't expect only men being blamed for pimping out women. But enough of that. If you're a disabled person, I'm going to tell you the truth. Keep going out. Keep trying to talk to people. Create friendships. Maybe we'll bump into some girl that likes us. Maybe we won't. I don't know what to tell you, folks. I'm probably going to die alone. I probably will. When I get too old, you know what's going to probably happen to me? My family will probably push me into a nursing home even if I don't want to. That's one of the... That's one of those things that being disabled that you always have to be concerned about is that your loved ones will will give you a time period that of their of, of their thoughts and ideas of when you should be 
thrown into an adult foster care or retirement place or some facility that you become a mute, you become a, 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 a trained monkey and they feed you at a certain time and then you poop at a certain time and you go sleep at a certain time you write, and then you don't have human rights no more. That's really what happens to people who with, who with, with uh, significant birth defects. Even if they're able to speak and have a conscious mind, they're forced to go to bed on certain times. They're forced to eat their breakfast and lunch and dinner at certain times. They have to be back in that facility at a certain times. So all you able-bodied people who are complaining about being alone, please shut up. Please do. I don't want to hear it. Stop bitching about how you're alone. You're not alone. You choose to be alone, and you feel sorry for yourself. All right, enough of this ranting and banting or going on and on. But, yes, this is what I did on the weekend. I watched a little bit of the coronation, a little talk about Prince Williams and Prince Henry. I t- talked about Princess Diana and Princess Camellia, who was in the, who is King Charles's wife. I hope everyone had a good Cinco de Mayo weekend. I hope all your uh, able-bodied people out there grow the f up and. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. I hope all you uh, disabled people out there keep pushing, keep moving on. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. And do that's out there. I hope you guys find somebody to love. I hope someday someone fulfills your happiness. Because I do. I wish I had that. All right. Peace, love. I'd like to thank Spotify, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a platform that distributes distributes my podcast to other platforms. I'd like to thank Apple Podcasts for having my podcast on that platform and Spotify and other and other things out there. But uh take care, be nice, and love y'all. I really do. And I'm going to try to make my podcast once a week or twice a week. I don't I don't think I'm going to do this three or four times a week because I need to create a, a, a time, a period. So I'm thinking about every Monday my podcast will go out. And maybe every Thursday or every Wednesday. Probably Thursday. So people can listen to it during the weekends. Uh, I'll let you know. It's always going to be in the morning when it's going to be let out. I'm thinking about 7 o'clock in the morning on Mondays and 7 o'clock on Thursday mornings. But peace, love. There's other stuff I could talk about, but we'll get there. All right, see ya.